Hello, everyone. We find ourselves on this first Sunday of Lent. We're taking a trip to one of the four major basilicas, San Giovanni in Laterano. This church is 4.7 kilometers away, walking distance from the Pontifical North American College, almost three miles, 2.9 miles to be exact. Um, so about a three-mile walk or bicycle ride if you want to get out and move around a little bit. San Giovanni in Laterano, as always, this comes from the information compiled by the seminarians and faculty of the Pontifical North American College, and uh, that's available for, for anyone that wants to check that out on their website and also in the notes of this podcast. On the first Sunday of Lent, the stational cycle brings us to the Cathedral Archbasilica of the Holy Savior and Saints John the Evangelist and the Baptist in, Lat- in the Lateran. The formal title of this church whose significance history in the history of the significance in the history of the Roman Church can hardly be exaggerated. It is here that the Holy Father has his cathedra, the seat of his authority as Pope as Bishop of Rome, on a site given by the Emperor Constantine to Pope Mil- Miltiades, soon after the Battle of the Milvian Bridge. While there are only a few structural segments of that first basilica remaining within the walls, the dimensions of the church have remained largely unchanged through its many rebuildings, allowing us to get some sense of its, of its original size. This area is so-called because it was originally the estate of the Lateran family. One member of this family, the senator Publius Lateranus, was charged with conspiracy and executed by the Emperor Nero in AD 65. At the same time, this land was confiscated, although it seems that it was returned to the family sometime thereafter. In the late 2nd century, Emperor Septimus Severus built a, cal- uh, a cavalry camp on this spot. Part of this land was also occupied by a palace, the Domus Fausta. This would eventually come to be owned by the wife of Constantine, the emperor who would in turn give it to the pope. In fact, one hypothesis proposes that the donation of this land to the church took place on November 9, 312, less than two weeks after Constantine's victory. In time, both the palace and the military camp would be torn down to make room for the new basilica, the first major Christian building project in Rome. It was finished about 320, by being at that time one of the most lavishly decorated churches in the empire. Over the next few centuries, it would suffer from the various barbarian invasions of Rome. In addition to the normal decay caused by the passage of time, through all this, the local church would gather their resources to again rebuild and refurbish it. In 1896, an earthquake caused the nave to collapse. It would be rebuilt early in the next century. In 1291, Nicholas IV rebuilt the transept and apse, also commissioning the apse mosaic now above the papal cathedral. Less than 20 years later, in 1308, a fire caused significant damage to the basilica, all of which was soon repaired. This was followed by an even worse fire in 1361, which destroyed the roof. The sad state of the basilica following this following this, inspired the great author Petrarch to write to the Pope, then living in Avignon, pointing out how the cathedral was open to weather while the Pope was residing in a palace, in a palace hundreds of miles away. This spurred the Pope to call for contributions for the repair of the basilica, through which it was restored to some semblance of its former state. The north facade, north facade and the transept facing the Piazza San Giovanni Laterano was built by Gregory XI in the, years, in the 1370s. 
providing a more impressive appearance for the main entrance to those approaching from the city. Martin V, who reigned from 1417 to 1431, laid the beautiful marble floor in the nave, as well as as overseeing a general renewal of the whole building. As with many churches in the city, the period after the Council of Trent saw many architectural changes carried out on the fabric here. Sixtus V added a loggia to the north transept in 1588, which preceded a total renovation of the transept from 1590 to 1605. Among the new additions at this time was this magnificent altar of the Blessed Sacrament. The nave was completely redecorated by Francesco Borromini between 1646 and 1650, giving it, giving it the state in which we find it today. The statues of the Twelve Apostles were added early in the following century, Although this renovation replaced the previous brick columns dating from the Middle Ages with larger pillars, it nonetheless preserves the original five-aisle configuration, a characteristic of the classic Roman basilica. The facade by Alessandro Galilei dates from 1730 to 1732. The most recent change to the basilica is the elongation of the apse, commissioned by Leo XIII and carried out in 1876 to 1886 in order to provide more room for major liturgical functions. The original apse had begun right at the rear wall of the transept. At this time, the medieval mosaics were transferred and restored in the new apse. So there you have it, this, uh, this great church of San Giovanni in Laterano, uh, beautiful church. And one of the major archbasilicas, as we just heard, uh, where the cathedral, where the, the cathedra, the chair of the Pope, officially resides. So um, check out the, the notes in this podcast for some more information and do your own homework. Get your steps in, make your journey, and uh, may God bless you.